Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Do you have the answer? Does anybody have the answer? Oh my gosh, how old is this question, right? How old is this question? We've heard it since our inception, right? Well, I did a little digging to find out how old the question was. And it didn't take long for me to come up with a Greek philosopher named Plutarch. He actually discussed this very question in an essay he called Symposiacs in around 100 AD. Now, it may have gone back farther than that, but it doesn't really matter, right? Because that's pretty darn far back. I think this is hilarious, but I think that the fact that it is such an old question makes it a great conversation for dinner parties, right? Can you imagine you're sitting at the dinner table, you've got a whole slew of people and like if things start to kind of lull down and get really quiet, you could always pose the question, hey guys, which came first, the chicken or the egg, <laughs> right? Can you imagine the opinions and how people justify the opinions, right? Like, oh, the egg came first because, or no, 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 the chicken came first because, I mean, it could be Comedy Central up at that dinner party, right? <laughs> anyway, there are some questions that may never be answered this side of the dirt, but I've got one question that I'd love you to answer. I'm pretty sure you can tackle it. Um, so let's dive into it in just a second. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? Okay, which came first? This is my question. Which came first? Your evolution your efficiency or your effectiveness. Now, I can't even get into this question because I've got a guy mowing the grass outside and a big plane just went overhead. So please forgive that. These are things that are outside of my outside of my control. Okay, back to the question. Which came first, your evolution, your efficiency, or your effectiveness? Now, I've asked this question of a lot of people. And believe it or not, the answer hasn't been obvious to some, right? They've struggled with this question a little bit. But the good news is that there really isn't a perfect answer to this question because it's really based on the standard operating practices you've created in your life. Have you created standard operating practices for your life? Oh, wait, what? You don't know what standard operating practices are for your life? Hmm, okay, let, let's start there. All right, personal standard operating practices, in my definition, are the actual applications of your ideas, beliefs, and or methodologies established by your personal framework. Now, all my OGs know what your personal framework is, but if you are a newbie, your personal framework are, it's, it's comprised of your strengths, limitations, desires, and non-negotiables. And this is all determined from introspective work that you do. Now, I have a whole program about becoming the CEO of you. But for now, let's go ahead and dive into some of the things that we need to talk about before I can even get to me actually answering this question. 
And so now that you understand what standard personal standard operating practices are, it's time to look at some definitions of the terms that I mentioned earlier, terms, evolution, efficiency, and effectiveness, because I want to make sure that we are on the same page. So number one, evolution is a process of continuous change from simpler to a higher, more complex state. This is growth. Efficiency is the ability to produce results more easily and timely. This is about not wasting time. And then effectiveness is the ability to produce the desired outcome you want. This is knowing that what you do is actually working. Now, back to the question. Now that I've defined what these words are and we're on the same page, you understand what standard operating practices are, I want to answer the question for you. So let me remind you what the question was. This is my answer. Now, remember, this is relative. So it's really up to you. This is how I defined it. Um, this is how I answered it, not defined it. But we'll get to you answering it at the end of the podcast. So the question was, which came first, your evolution, your efficiency, or your effectiveness? Or maybe I should state it as which came first, and I'll just state the words, effectiveness, efficiency, or evolution. Okay. So here's my answer. Effectiveness comes first for me. Now I've been in business a long time and a lot of that, I wasn't seeing the fruits of my labor. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I cried myself to sleep on my pillow, or I swore I was going to absolutely give up because I wasn't gaining any traction with the things that I was doing. I mean, some of the conversations I had with God were pretty doggone intense because I just could not bring myself to believe that he would put such a strong desire in me only to never allow me to see it come to be. But hmm, now that I'm thinking about it, he did that exact same thing to Moses. Hmm, should I change the way I'm thinking about this? Let me know in the comments. But anyway, after a lot of reading, research, and reviewing, I was able to determine that some of my mistakes were due to the fact that, well, I'll tell you, I was trying to do too many things. That's, that's what it boiled down to. I'm sure this is not the first time you heard this said, but there's a quote that says, Jack of all trades, master of none. You've heard that, right? Well, that was me. But once I whittled down my offerings and focused on specific people, my methods began to see results. I learned more about how my value was being used. And it wasn't the way I'd actually planned for it to be used when I was sharing it. It was really eye-opening. And because of that, I was under the impression that what I was doing was not effective. It wasn't working. And I remember thinking to myself, I wouldn't launch a program because I did not have social proof of what I was doing, what I was saying in the program. But when I started asking questions and started diving into those clients that I've worked with in the past that had like raving reviews and were constantly, you know, referring me to people. So my coaching was not suffering, but the way I was thinking they would use my coaching was just not the way people were using it. But when I realized that, you know, hmm, and I started asking questions and I was like, hmm, people are not using my coaching the way I thought they were. So I, re I had to do something different. I couldn't have been farther from the truth. 
I, the effectiveness thing was, I was wrong. It was being effective. I was being effective. So those clients that I was working with, what they were answering the questions and they were answering this question as to like how I was helping them, like what the effectiveness was of my coaching. I was so surprised by some of the answers. I mean, truly there were some who based on our coaching together made millions of dollars. There were some that made, you know, had that not, they saved tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, it was crazy how many people gained clarity. One lady, even to this day, she, every time we are in a room together or she gets up and does a 30 seconds pitch or whatever, if I'm there, she will not have the out of 10 turn to me and give me so much thankfulness that I transformed the way she thought about her business. But at the time of the coaching, I didn't think it was that profound, right? But she hung on to that and has made a, an amazing business for herself based on those words. And so I was not being effective because I was not clear or understanding. Well, I was effective, but I thought I wasn't effective because I was not clear on how I was helping my clients. And it wasn't until they, I asked some questions and they started giving me the answers that I realized where I actually was being most effective for them. And because of that, I was able to do more and become more, which is the next item that I think comes after effectiveness, I was able to become more efficient. That's what I think comes next, efficiency. So in my order of things, it was effectiveness came first and then the efficiency came. So much of persuading, selling, convincing, all the things is about consistency. Um, there's a, um, there's research that's, that's been done. I haven't looked at it lately, but it was something like you have to see something X amount of times, seven to 10, something like that times before you actually make a decision on whether or not you want to do the thing or you want to accept the whatever, whatever, before you make the decision, you have to see things multiple times, many multiple times. Okay. If that is your life and you're trying to sell something or you're trying to convince someone of something, you're going to have to be efficient in getting that thing in front of them multiple times in order for them to make their decision or to pull the trigger on whatever it is. So it's difficult for you to even get to that point if you aren't effective, if you aren't effectively attracting them in the first place. If you're not, if you don't understand your effectiveness, what what is it that you're doing is actually working. Okay. If you don't know what that is, then it's going to be hard for you to continue doing that thing or be consistent with that thing and find the flow that makes things much more efficient. Once you know why, once you know what's working, you can then take that information and streamline it, right? And make it more efficient, make it run more smoothly. So like I said, this idea of persuading or selling or convincing, it's all about consistency, right? So once I knew for myself what buttons to push, which plan to share or the direction to go to be most effective, I was able to streamline my processes, not only achieving the desired results for my clients, but also doing that without wasting anyone's time. So in addition to me helping my clients, I was able to teach them how to streamline their lives, their business, their workday to increase their productivity with a high level of effectiveness and efficiency. So that brings me to my greatest passion. Let me tell you what that is. That is teaching people 
how to become the chief executor of chief executive officer of their own life. So many times we look outward to find internal peace. And you don't get to be the CEO of a company without going through vigorous education, training, and lots of failure. Why do you think running something as complex as our life, career, or business would be any different? It's gonna take a lot of vigorous education, a lot of on-the-job training, and a lot of failures. Now, I've come to realize that the problem isn't with knowing what to do. It's really knowing how to do what you need to do. That's why I created my passion, Project CEO. And it's a program designed to help you embrace your authenticity, stop apologizing for being you, and show up in your life, business, career, and relationships as the most empowered version of yourself. So if you can relate to anything I've said so far, the order of things as I see it, you're a great candidate for this program. I'm not going to go on and on about it here, but I will leave the link down in the show notes so that you can go ahead and get yourself on that wait list because once you're there, you're golden. That's where all the access to the benefits, that's all the bonuses, all the discounts, all the things will be there inside that wait list. If you're not on the wait list, when things open up, you won't get the benefit of those things. And so even if you're even if you're still on the fence about whether or not you're going to join, go ahead and add yourself to the wait list because it's better to be there and not take me up on my offers than it is to not be there and really want to take me up on my offers. So let's get back to how I'd answer the question, right? I asked it earlier. The question I asked, just as a reminder, in case you forgot, is which came first? evolution, efficiency, or effectiveness. So once I became effective and efficient, my business began to come together. I actually had the processes and structures necessary to to get done what I was trying to get done, like to be great, to be awesome. I'd mastered the skills, right, that got me there. If you don't know my story, I have taught myself how to do everything. I am a I have a degree in marketing, but when I got my degree, there was no social media. So what I've done is what I'm about to tell you. This last thing is, is I've evolved, right? So listen, I'd mastered those skills. Like I said, the things that got me here, but I was starting to see some pockets in my business where the knowledge I had was not enough. It wasn't sufficient and I needed more knowledge. So as I looked around, There were also a few mindsets that I needed to adjust. It was time to evolve. That's why I put evolution last because evolution is growth. And as long as we're on this earth, growth is an essential part of living. And the key though, as I see it, because I told you my passion is Project CEO, helping you become the chief executive officer of you, The key is knowing what you need to do and be your best to determine the direction of that growth, okay? So many times, I talk about this in the program, the difference between imitating someone and interpreting their actions is so important, knowing that difference. Because we can evolve, but we can evolve in the wrong direction. If you are living someone else's life, for instance, We get into this in the first phase of the program where we're constructing your personal matrix. And inside that process, what we're really doing is understanding 
the influences that we've had, the experiences that we've had, and making sure that they're actually things that we should have allowed to shape us and help us make decisions. And this is when, when it goes wrong and these aren't the things that we should have allowed to shape us and help us make our decisions. What we realize oftentimes is that now that we're adults, we've been growing in the wrong direction. So evolution has been happening, change has been happening, growth has been happening, but maybe in the wrong direction and you find yourself in a situation where you wanna pivot, you wanna do something different, you don't want you don't like where you are in your life. You don't like the job you have. Someone told you you should be an engineer, so you went to school for engineering. You've hated it since day one, but that's what you went to school for. You didn't want to waste your time and your money, so you stuck with it. But now here you are, 50, and you're like, ugh, I'm ready for a change. I don't want this. Or you dated a guy or a girl since high school, and you married them, and, and you know, you were young, you didn't know, and now things are different. You've grown in the wrong direction. So evolution is is that thing that we will always have change, growth. It'll always happen as a part of life. But you need to know what you need to do and be your best in order to make sure that that growth, that evolution is happening in the right direction. So I was reading up on this and I came across this article on LinkedIn and the author said evolving as a person is not just going through the phases of life but rather it is changing for the better as a person having an introspective insight is the key to having a retrospective one having retrospective insight is your way to understand others on a human level and that is your way to evolve now I love this quote and I quoted it because I think that it is so true I agree with what the author is saying. Evolution is about changing to be a better person and introspecting, introspection is about, um, in my opinion, the key to just about everything. So don't allow another minute to go by before you answer my question for yourself. Which came first, evolution, efficiency, or effectiveness for you? Now, if you're struggling to make sense of your answer, or understand the question at all, this is definitely a key indicator that you should join me for Project CEO. Let me help you. Let me help you create your personal framework and those standard operating practices that bring things into focus for you. Now, I wanna thank you for listening. I'm done. It really wasn't a long podcast today, but I wanna thank you for listening. Um, And if you haven't already, go ahead and follow me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Pinterest, but then, Here's a key point, go to my YouTube channel because the videos are fire. Let me just tell you, they are fire and they give so much information even over there. And if you are new here and you've never heard my term personal framework, I explain the whole thing in a video over there. So go over there and check that out. It's the Be The Brand playlist. You can see all of my videos over there. So until next time, remember to achieve that CEO mindset, you must constantly evolve and be open to failing forward. Join me next week for another episode. Bye. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, 
I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.